0: In this episode, we are going to be discussing provision. What does that really look like from a godly standpoint? In today's world and the way that our economy is, it's important that we note exactly what it means to be taken care of by Christ in our lives as Christians. So let's get to it right now on The Great Sift. Welcome to The Great Sift Podcast. Through weekly installments, we provide content that will engage, encourage, and empower you as a believer in Jesus Christ. We tackle topics of the day, host interviews, and provide a biblical view on what is happening in the church and the world at large. So, grab a Bible, open your heart, and let's begin to sift through all that God has in store. Let me start off by um, reading to you. 10 headlines that I just literally googled within seconds about the economy, the world economy, uh, the national uh, economy here in the United States. Here's the top 10 headlines that I read as of this recording right now. Financial Times Their their headline is unpublished ECB inflation estimate raises prospect of early rate rise CNBC. Inflation a labor crunch, and the Delta variant pressure restaurants heading into the fall. ECB officials see faster inflation risk days after the new forecast. Market Watch has this. Europe stocks struggle as inflation hits a decade high and miners hit by downgrade. Yahoo Finance. The iPhone 13 inflation indicator and the issue we don't talk about enough. The Wall Street Journal. Rising shipping costs are companies' last inflation riddle. Barron's. There's a worrying message for corporate America in the inflation data. Bloomberg. Inflation has turned $15 an hour wages into a setback. Fox Business. Big Meat hits back at Biden administration for blaming inflation on the industry. Now, I read those headlines, not because I'm trying to scare anybody or even educate anybody. I'm using that as a marker for where our society is at. And as Christians, we often have a struggle of going back and forth of being like, okay, we want a strong economy. We want a strong country. We want security and peace, which are all natural and normal things. But what does God tell us in the word of God about provision what did Jesus teach us about provision? What has He already shown us how He's going to take care of us? How does that work in today's life? In our actual frame of mind, in our structure and how we operate day to day, how does God's provision impact our lives? Provision is so much more than finances. Uh, so much more than than even our health. Provision is all around peace in, in our spirit, peace in our mind, peace in our emotions, peace in our lives, physical health, provision, yes, to eat food, yes, to provide a home and all of those things. It's all encompassed in that word provision. And so today I want to look at two different passages of scripture where Jesus teaches us exactly what provision is and how we're to come to to him in order to ask for it. So <clears throat> if you have your Bibles, you can turn with me to Matthew chapter six. Matthew chapter six, we're gonna read the Lord's Prayer, but we're gonna start in verse five and we're gonna kind of put some things into context here. Matthew six, verse five. And it says this, and when you pray, you must not like you must not be like the hypocrites, for they love to stand and pray in the synagogues and at the street corners For if you forgive others their trespasses your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive their t- trespasses neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. I want to focus today on Matthew chapter 6 verse 11 as well as verse 12. Give us this day our daily bread. This is a daily prayer that Jesus taught people how to pray. We've discussed this in previous podcasts. If you want to go back, you can listen to the one on prayer. So I'm not going to focus necessarily a whole lot on the structure, but within this daily requesting, petitioning, um, offering a supplication, which is like an urgent request of daily bread, daily provision, the Lord will give you that. He will give you that there's some there's some things that you that we have to do and in, in, in positioning ourselves and I'm not saying that that we have to it's a work to get provision but I'm saying that within this prayer context we ask God to forgive our sins we ask God we recognize that it is only by him for him and through him that we even live and have our being the word of God tells us but we are to be um, provided for as we recognize that we have a need from him. It's, it's a reciprocal response. We ask him for provision in recognizing that we need him to be the one who provides for us. See, the Bible tells us that a man who does not work does not eat. So it's not like we can just sit back and expect money to just roll in. We can't just get checks in the mail, even though from time to time, God has been so good to do that. But we can't rely upon poof, magic money. <laughs> we have to remember that our hard work really is what God has provided to us to provide for us. So the word of God tells us that a man who does not work does not eat. So we, what are we to do? We are to ask God and thank God for the daily bread, the daily bread provision. You know, there's preachers out there. There's, there's people out there that that will, uh, I, I hate using the word twist, but it's, it's kind of what they do. It's that they take out of context. That's probably a better way to put it. They take out of context, the word of God, and they they make you feel like you have to sow a seed in order to gain more money. Uh, there's a prime example. there's a, a minister. I'm going to uh, omit his name just because um, I want to focus on the teaching, not necessarily the person, but he, he for a long time would teach his congregation and he's got thousands upon thousands of people that listen to him and he would tell them this declaration. He would He would tell them to to just simply say, "Money cometh to me." now. Money cometh to me now. And it's it's completely not biblical. <laughs> but his whole teaching that's wrapped around this idea is that we are Abraham's seed. And in doing so, We have his wealth. We are to be wealthy. And in order to be wealthy, we have to speak it into existence. That's the gist of it. I'm not going to get into all of the, the nuts and bolts, but there has been thousands upon thousands of believers in Christ who have been sold this lie that they can just demand or sow a seed. And then all of a sudden that gets automatically brought back to them. Automatically. I'm not saying that sowing sowing finances into places and investing in people and investing in the kingdom of God's wrong. It, not at all. The Bible teaches that. But the way that you have a mindset that I'm going to just declare that money is going to come to me and then I get mad when it doesn't or or I think that I've done something to earn it outside of my hard work, well, then we're getting things twisted around. We don't really understand provision in that way then, Right? And so, uh, especially with these, these, these men um, who are doing this in churches, there's other people out there that are talking about, um, you know, having uh, an abundance and, and that this abundance is coming from God and, and that all Christians are supposed to live in abundance. And it's a very Americanized thought process, but it doesn't speak well to people in impoverished countries. You can't look at somebody who makes pennies in a day and tell them that God's supposed that you're supposed to live in abundance. It doesn't work. And so you know that in that moment that that right there is not biblical because it doesn't speak to every person. And that's what the Bible is. It's a manifestation of God to people, to the world, not just to Americans, not just to those who, um, have enough and then are trying to make more. Right. And so I want to share with you in scripture, how we know that, that, that idea that we can demand and call down money and that we're supposed to live in this overarching abundance. Now I'm not against wealth. I'm not against riches. And and if you have money, fantastic. Praise God for it. God has, has blessed you. Um, But at the same time, um, God literally wants us to be able to have provision in our lives and understanding that it is only from him that we have received this from the hard work that we've put in. So if you want to turn with me to Proverbs chapter 30, Proverbs chapter 30, we're going to begin in verse five, and we see um, uh, a a reflection, a cross-reference, if you will, to Matthew 6 here in Proverbs 30. <clears throat> and it's a man who's going back and forth. Um, and and it, it's um, the title up near the top of the chapter is the words of Arger, son of Jaka the oracle. It says this in verse five, every word of God proves true. He is a shield to those who take refuge in him. Do not add to his words. I like that. Do not add to his words. God doesn't need our help, right? God does not need our help in understanding uh, anything in the world. And we are not to add to that. Lest he rebuke you and you be found a liar. I think that's very telling for our world today. So many people are trying to add words to what God's trying to say. And when we just read the Bible, we can glean what he is saying. So we don't have to add to it lest he rebuke you and you be found a liar. Verse seven. And this is a prayer. This is a beautiful prayer coming out of this man. It says this, two things I ask of you. He's speaking to the Lord. Two things I ask of you. Deny them not to me before I die. Remove far from me falsehood and lying. Give me neither poverty nor riches. Feed me with the food that is needful for me kind of sounds like, give us this day our daily bread. Verse nine, lest I be full and deny you and say, who is the Lord? Or lest I be poor and steal and profane the name of my God. How beautiful is that? Two things I ask of you, remove far from me falsehood and lying. Give me neither poverty nor riches. Feed me with the food that is needful for me, lest I be full and deny you. So if I'm rich, if I have all of the money in the world, there's a good chance I'm going to deny you and think it was me lest I be full and deny you and say, who is the Lord? Or lest I be poor, lest I be so impoverished that I have nothing that I, that I'm, I, I have no choice but to steal and profane the name of God. You see, the Lord wants you blessed, but he wants you to understand and recognize that it's him who's giving you the blessing. It is him who is bringing provision. It is him Him that is providing unto you the peace that passes understanding. It is Him that you are leaning on to have joy. It is Him by which you love people. See, provision is all about that, that, that prayer, that daily prayer of, Lord, give us this day our daily bread. Yes, 100% is about the economic times that we're living in, the, the, the craziness that's happening around us. We need God's provision in our lives. We need it financially. We need it to be able to work hard and move forward, but more even on top of that, we need to understand that throughout our entire lives, His provision for us is something that we should be holding on to, knowing that He is the one who gives to us. He is the one. And if we were to follow even in Proverbs 30, we aren't to ask to be rich. We're to ask, Lord, give to us. <laughs> I don't want to be so rich that I don't that I forget you. And I don't want to be so poor that I profane you. I just want enough to take care of me and my family, move forward and be blessed to be a blessing. So I want to encourage you today that if you are somebody who has been stressed out about finances, stressed out about the economy, stressed out about our world, hold tight to the word of God. He will provide unto you your daily bread. He will provide unto you true provision if we ask for it. Not if we demand it, not if we call it down, not if we say money cometh unto me, which is ridiculous. It is literally going god i need you i love you would you please provide for me and my family today would you please provide for me and my home today and i will do everything that i can i will put my work in because the bible says that the he who does not work does not eat i'm willing to do the work let's move forward together and be that person who relies upon the lord and sees the greatness of his provision in our lives. If you find this podcast and this resource helpful to you, would you do me a favor? One of two things. Would you either share this podcast with a friend, maybe share it on your social media, or if you would be so inclined, pray about and think about supporting this channel and all of the ways that you can do that. will be found in the description below. Thank you so much for being with me every single week and uh, take care. God bless.